What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to the Shy After Show, Season 2, Episode 6, A Leg Up. We're talking everything about Keisha and the kids. We're talking Brandon and Jerrica, and we have a guest in the house. Darnell is here for all of your questions, people. We are here. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, 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 hey. All right, what's up, party people? (laughs) I am your host, Erica Edwards, and we're here to talk everything to shy, but I couldn't do it without my crew, the amazing Chef Beans. Chef Beans with the mental cuisine. (laughs) (laughs) The lovely Lauren. Hey, guys. And Kitty Kaboom! <laughs> I love it when you say it like that. Yay, yay, yay. But you guys, okay, we have a special, special guest. Darnell is here! <laughs> no, yay, yay! Rolando. Give it up for Rolando Boys. Hey, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We left baby mamas outside. He <laughs> is here for the show. Yeah, I got my earpiece and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he doesn't leave the set or home without it. Okay, um, all right, you guys. So let's kick it off with something light and fun, the kids. Oh, it's the kids. So much fun. I So, okay, here's the thing. It was so interesting how the opening scene where they have Keisha coming out and she's running track and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, and then Keisha. she gets into the car. And shout out to, I used to live three blocks from Washington Park. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> from that park where she changed. And uh, so she changes and she meets like... The creepy that old, ain't light, right? Creepy said, let's start man. out light. That's not the light at all. He is a creepy nat. When they revealed who that was, I cringed. I'm like, what is her mama gonna say? That's gonna I be know. a problem. I know. Amy, how much older is he though? He's a teacher. He's her um, coach. coach. Y'all don't watch the news. We do. <laughs> this is nothing that don't mean it's okay. Just because they're doing it, we do. What are your thoughts, Chef Beans? Um. Kind of like what they said, it's very nasty being that she is a minor, but what I do know about sometimes substitute teachers, they do coach, so even though he could be, you know, maybe 19, 20 at the youngest, it's still unprofessional and disgusting. You think he's only 19? No. No, I'm just saying there's a possibility because substitute teachers, all you have to do is have like a couple college credits and things like that. Why do you think he's a substitute? I'm just saying there's a possibility that okay, he's uh, he a coach. Before we, go, before we go further in his age, I do have a picture. Um, our first picture is of Keisha in the car, and I do have a picture of him, the very first one. And, he ain't um, 19. Not at he all. He looks 40. Yeah, a good no, no way. He's at least 35. I mean, you know, black don't crack. Well, I'm not going to say it, but he looks, you know, you know how we age, and he looks... I would say like thirty-two. I would say like thirty-two-ish for a little girl that is in high school. That's how he looked. The fact that she had to get dressed up, put on makeup, and become like a she's playing this facade. It's not cute. It's not cute. Nothing is cute about it. It's not going to end well. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I would have been okay if he was like college age or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but and honestly, you know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, he's just this old man. But then. To, he's her coach, so clearly that's like an abusive situation mm. for sure, for sure. And I think it's interesting that he, you know, they're doing the coach athlete situation because you know she's back on track now. Um, do you all think that this was her way of acting out due to her father's death? That's oh, what I thought. good point. Uh, I don't know. I would say was didn't 
Emmett say she was messing with him um, before the dad died anyways? Mm. She's. I feel like it was like a, a reason for her to join track again. Like she's, oh, she she oh. saw someone attractive. She's like, ooh, let me get back on the team okay. and get close to him. That's what I thought. Okay, I think they probably saw each other and decided that they was going to get together, and then she decided to get back because it would just make it easier for her to run track, knowing that she's sleeping with the coach. But I didn't even think about the father aspect of it. Well, yeah, because she started seeing him before that, though. Yeah. I- that may be true, but I, st- I don't know. I kind of felt like maybe this was her way of kind of dealing with her grief and sort of acting out mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and maybe getting a little wild because people react to grief in different ways. So that was my suggestion. Um, so then we see Kevin and the kids, uh, you know, and they're so cute. First, I love Maisha. Like, I love her. She's the <laughs> cutest. Like, I want to be that confident, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's so interesting to see how even in the school, the um, the test booklets get stolen and everybody turns to Jake. Right. Everybody assumes it's him. What do you guys think about how they just brought him in there like, we know you the thug, you did it? Mm. I thought it was wrong. I'm not surprised that they did it, but I thought it was wrong. My What surprised me is, like, um, Kevin just assumed he did it, too. He didn't even ask him. He was just like, come on, man. Right. Like, just let us know if you took it or not. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, even your friend thinks you did it? Well, his reputation does precede him, and I can speak from experience. Not proud of this, but I stayed in the principal's office, okay? (laughs) That was like my sixth class. So it does not surprise me a little bit. Anything went awry. I was the bad guy. I got jumped by a bunch of girls, and they told me that I had, I I was the only one that got suspended. Oh. And I got jumped. Did you hold your own? <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> no, I had my yeah, tunes on that day, too. Uh-oh. Things go down without a fight, but I'm sorry. That was many, many moons ago. The point is that I think it's wrong. Yeah, to make that assumption of a kid, any kid. It's not fair to them. Give them the benefit of the doubt, and then, just like he said, I ain't talking to my lawyer. Get here. Prove the case. I loved that part. Right? Okay, I liked that part. <laughs> that exactly. My thing also was, if you watched the episode, he was cheating off of Papa. So, obviously, if you had the answers, why would you have to lean over and clearly cheat, obviously? Yeah. That was one thing. And I agree with you, Lauren. My biggest issue was his friends. Because, you know, it's like he had your back. And, yeah, he did steal the volcano or whatever. But, you know, you all were supposed to be a crew. So I was really surprised by that for sure. Um, But uh, (laughs) Papa comes and breaks the news (laughs) to Kevin. And I liked the makeup. Oh, the fact. I like that, too. I like that he gave him an olive branch and... He finally said, okay, instead of fuck you, because that's all he ever says when he gets mad, <laughs> fuck you, and walks away. So it was nice to see that he could allow himself to, yeah, get a softer side and be like, it's my man. You know what I'm saying? He did me wrong. But at least he apologized. He didn't just come in there and act as if everything was just regular. You know what I mean? He owed him that much. Yeah, I agree. And I have a picture here of them just being kids, which is what I love about them, about the kids' scenes in here, because it kind of lightens up some of the drama as we discussed before. And so, you know, they have these breakups, but they're kids. So by the end of the episode, they are back together. Well, does they like, does anyone else think, wow, do a lot of 13 and 14 year olds smoke weed? Like, is that a thing? Rolando? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's Rolando, Rolando, you think? Southsider, let's hear what you Yeah, have I to mean, say. That, that sounds about right. I <laughs> mean, is wait, is my mom watching? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, you know, it, it, yeah, I think I think so. I mean, it, well, I could say that when I was growing up, I want to say maybe around fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it may have right. dabbled, but you know, it's, times are different. Exactly. When ours was more, if it was weed or just drinking beer or something like that. But I mean, you know, 
I can see it happening. I can right. See it happening. I think I was like younger and 18 younger. Eighteen when I first tried to. Really? Yeah, what I was. I was a good girl. girl. Oh, I was like, and then even then, my lungs. I was like, uh. But then in college, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to get some stronger lungs. But <laughs> no, likewise, uh, I had a lot of friends who was doing that in middle school. Right. But yeah. it just wasn't my thing. And the way I kind of got out of it every time was, I'm an athlete. I can't do that. But once I got to college, you know. Being elevated was more of a common thing. And yeah. Yeah, but I'm not surprised at all to see 13-year-olds do it. Absolutely no. not. Yeah. They're younger than that most times. Yeah. Yeah. And the influence of his brother, I mean, it kind of goes without saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah. to say it, but he definitely emulates his brother, even though For he's sure. a horrible human being. And, and, he he, and, and they're like, introducing it, too. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like they've... It doesn't seem like they've been doing it for a long time. It right. seems like... I guess what, at the last episode or so, it seemed like Kevin was doing it kind of for the first time right. after right. his father passed or whatever. Right, I agree. And then also, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, so I did not do any weed till I was what the really heck? suburbs that got really, nothing to do really with California. <laughs> but um, but what I would say is interesting is I think Rolando makes a good point. It's a different time now too, yeah. because like even in Illinois now, much like Cali, they're changing the laws so that weed smoking become more legal and you can use it for medicinal purposes. So it's a lot different when, you know, you don't have to go down the alley and get a dime bag. Right, so, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dispensaries are on every corner. Right, <laughs> exactly. Right. And that and things are changing in Illinois as well. So it's very um so you know progressive. So a, yeah, so it's really a t- different time where even though, you know, they're on the south side, it's still kind of more viable. So right, right. No, what I was just going to say is easily accessible. It's always easily accessible in the inner city, even at the age, whether his brother's involved with it or not. I just think you forced to grow up fast, and that's what we kind of saw in that moment. Right, that, you know? right, right. I agree. I'm just saying I, it's not as taboo, I think, now as it was back then, because they're almost getting to the point where it's, like, legalized. Yeah, yeah. the stigma is definitely yeah. loosening so, quite so a bit. So it's a little bit looser, so I think they do have different challenges. Um, all right, let's move on to Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett, Emmett, Emmett. That's your boy? (laughs) Emmett is, I don't know. Like, he is, he seems like genuinely a decent person outside of, like, obviously cheating on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where he gets that from. (laughs) Can't imagine. (laughs) We can't imagine. So we'll take it with the clip. We have a picture right here of... Dad. Dad. Oh. Dad. Right. Okay. And Emmett. Oh, and this is when Darnell is advising Emmett, like, look, you have to face it. And I really thought that that scene was really poignant. And I really liked that scene because it was like, okay, look, I've been down this road and right. either you're going to, you know, be real with them or be real with the court. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like kind of getting into that? Um, you know, it, it was funny. Be- it's funny because, you know, Jacob's such a, a good kid, good young man right. but it seemed like as soon as we started these episodes it seemed like I was always it was this tough love that I had to keep giving him but but after I realized it is tough love and it's just a different way of fathering you know and it's, and I think that Darnell even though some of his choices aren't really <laughs> the best he's he's trying his best he's trying right. to do better so um I thought it was great and then to see <clears throat> excuse me afterwards how he took the advice he took both advice he tried to go tell them, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I ain't working no more. And he saw that backfired. Then he went back <laughs> and actually, you know, say, hey, look, this is what's this is what's what this is what I have, and it worked. So I think through through that, even though he, him and Darnell don't see eye to eye, he still took the advice. And I think that that 
that uh, it reigns true to parenting. You know, right. sometimes you could tell your kids something and they'd be like, eh, all right, well, maybe I should try what he said. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Something like <laughs> exactly. that. So it, it works out like that. that exactly. Nice. And what I like so much about your character is that I feel like you are clearly uh, um, a reflection of oh. what Emmett is going to be. Yeah. So it's like, okay, Emmett, you know, this is how your life could come back together if yeah. you man up in Agrite. So that's one thing I do really like about that. What are your thoughts, Lauren? Uh, <laughs> I also like that you gave him two options. I was definitely wondering which one he would take. And I kind of have a question for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can make this up, obviously. Which one would you have suggested that he takes Mm. or took? (laughs) Wow, that's a good question. Uh, I Probably to to just be, you know, tell him what's what. Yeah. Um, Because I I think, like I said, Darnell is trying to do better. His choices... You know, I think through the season you can, you, uh, and you know, I hear a lot of fans saying, "Oh, I can see where Emmett gets that from." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. you, you can see that sometimes he may talk, you know, may talk before he thinks. Uh, but I think that he is trying to be a better man, better than what his father was to him. Uh, and he even said it, I think, in episode two, is that you know, I hope that you're a better dad than I am. You know what I mean? So uh, with that, but again, he's just also. You know, doesn't want him to keep coming in the house and not taking care of. You know, if you're gonna live here, you need to be giving me, yeah. giving me oh, something right. for it and things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, did that, I hope you that know, yeah. Your yeah. You don't think uh, his shoes and the weave was enough? You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta no. get a little money. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's part of the. That I think that's part of the. Uh, at least I took it for you know my character research. Just took it as part of like the the South Side hustle. You know, and, and on the south side of Chicago, it's a constant hustle. Everybody's on a hustle. And so with him being there, like, yeah, it's, you, if you got all these fly shoes, we the same size, let me go. I'm going to wear them. You know what I mean? You going to sell some weed? Okay, well, you know, let me get some brownie points and give some to the wifey. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's... It's my house. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Excuse me, Darnell. Sorry. Um, Darnell, how you ask Jada for some money? I know it's not even on this episode. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, my question. You beat me to the pun. We got to know. How did Who you, does that? How did you oh. put, force your lips? I, don't, I, I said it with a straight face, too, did didn't you? I? Did. Oh, Come it on. Was, I need some kickback. Oh, At first, man. I was like, he's going to get his little Mac on. Everybody got a backslide. <laughs> and then you ask for some money. Oh. Uh, well, see, I think people took it the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong is there a right I would, way? I know, I'm with you. He was he was just he was basically saying that since he's staying with me now, what? Because basically the money is pulled from my check. She's getting it. Just slide me back some of what is coming to you, okay. just so that you can. Now, now, not saying that Rolanda would do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to rationalize. I had to right. rationalize but, it for Darnell. Yeah, but yes, to yes, just yes. slide back, and maybe it didn't come out again, it come off the, the right way. Not, right, those uh, were not the words yeah, coming yeah. out of his mouth. So, yeah, that, that's that's how I had to rationalize it. I didn't write it. <laughs> Mind no, you. No, no. I just get the script, and I'm, I was saying, this, oh, damn, I got to... Okay, well, all right, let me figure out how to do well, this. You, it was but, a good scene. Oh, it was a great scene. Yeah, it was, was a great scene. We had a lot of fun yeah. shooting that scene. A lot of fun shooting that Is that, that right? Scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was excited for Jada. I was excited. I thought, you know, them cobwebs was about to get, <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, slide me, slide me some of that that you get. Oh, uh, no, yeah. I we, know, she was it, so close. 
Uh, no, I uh, know, I uh, know. Broke her heart. Oh god. Yeah, because she uh, she clearly was thinking that it might have been something else. Yeah, I know. And she yeah. probably didn't want it to be anything lasting. Just something, like he said, you know, clear them clouds. It's been a minute. <laughs> I right? know. So I it would have been nice to get that memory job. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Such, Yolanda Ross is an amazing actress. She yeah. is a amazing great actress. actress. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Um, Truly blessed to be working with her and Jacob Lattimore. So. She conveys a lot of emotion without even any dialogue. Yeah. She's really very yeah. expressive in her face. She's exactly. awesome. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Emmett does, like you said, take your advice on both on both realms. Mm-hmm. And so, I have a picture here of when he first tells the girls <laughs> that he has no job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it was also interesting, not to cut you, but no. it was that, that uh, from the second episode... When I had all the baby mamas around, right. and it's like again, he's yes. trying to do it the same mm-hmm. way that he saw me do it, get them all together. You know, at least that's the way I, right. you know, yeah, took yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought it was like that I thought that well. that was pretty interesting. That you know, the, it was interesting too because that's what I thought when he was first going through the issues. I think before with Tiffany, I was like, dude, if you ain't got no job, you just go to court and tell them, and she won't get anything. So no. it was interesting that he tried to kind of. Uh, you know, try that first route. And then it was funny because Tiffany was like, okay, well, I'll go back to just getting all the money. Yes, you thought she did that <laughs> yeah, real quick. We can just go all the She's way like, back. Mm-mm, the original agreement is fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, we you should have posted on Instagram. Right. You could have kept all the money. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, and been very selfish with it. Yes. The other two young ladies, I thought they were out of town. That's, that's what, what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. That they, they lived out of town. Because the mom, don't they you remember? Last, yeah. last season, for sure, they said they were out of town because that was the thing. He was being close to Emmett Jr. Because right. Tiffany was the only one in Chicago, mm. but but out of town could now. just be the suburb. Yeah. That's true. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah I, I live right. in Chicago, and it's like, what? Go? I'm not taking a train way that's out there. True. That's true. You know what I mean? It's that's just true. like she, they could be from Wheaton or something. Exactly. Be, exactly. Exactly. So that's true. That, that is a good point. They could mm. be in the Bolingbrook or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody okay, knows. so not that far. Far enough that they can stay away from him, but close enough that they can come through when it's a family meeting. Yeah. 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 Or money involved. Money. Let's, money. Money, right. Let's be clear about what that. What do you mean that? Right, right, right. What time I need to be in? Right, right. Good point. Very good exactly. point. And what I really liked was how he went, you know, even though they were like, oh no, and it ended badly the first time, I liked that he went back out and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to sell some of my shoes. Because that was their biggest thing. They're like, oh, okay, you spent all your money on shoes and you know you have these kids. Mm-hmm. So when he went back and kind of showed them, okay, I can sell these. You know, I, I we all know he didn't sell all the shoes, right? But um, that was a nice touch. That, that was cute. really cute. That was very cute. That they was a very cute had a moment. moment. Yeah, uh-huh. that was really cute. And I like the fact that he tried to show them that he's doing, you know, doing better and manning up. So yeah, he's trying his hardest to show some type of responsibility with all this calamity that he's gone through from his household to his different baby mama. So I thought they did a, a great job at depicting, you know, the transition from boy to men because mm-hmm. it is hard especially when you don't have a strong father figure in your life no disrespect <laughs> no disrespect no no no, 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 no taken. a lot of things a is and I know from personal experiences like trial and error so even right. how you tried to you know organize this meeting and make things happen even though he spun after going to the bathroom he still came back and faced the issue that was still at hand yeah yeah right I agree and what's interesting I think Darnell about your character in Emmett is that like you said you have tried to bring it together and turn it around but obviously not in time to really be there for Emmett so I right. think that's an interesting um, kind of dynamic in how you're relating to him as a man because you missed his childhood. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's and that's a you know that's an ongoing thing uh, for 
I'm glad that they brought that that subject matter up because there's a lot of fathers who missed out on their their you know sons daughters right. childhood mm-hmm. and and trying to come back and and maybe like I said maybe Darnell's you know approach isn't probably the best but he also wants to make a man out of him you know maybe if it was his if it was a daughter it'd be different but he he's got a, a you know a son there and he wants to make him a man and again he's as they quote there's three older kids older than Emmett. Right. But then true. there's the three younger. Now, the three younger ones are probably getting the best of everything, and he'll right. learn exactly. how to be a dad with those younger kids, mm-hmm. but they haven't gotten to Emmett's age yet, so he hasn't experienced that. So he's just, again, trying to do his best in the situation that he has. At least that's my... That's your you take know. on it. That's my take on it. Thank that's my you. take on Sounds it. Sounds pretty yeah. accurate. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I think it's really... Um, I'm glad that they're kind of putting it out there, because like you said, there's so many people who don't meet their parents sometimes their father or whatever till adults and that person wants to come in and act like you know tell you what to do like they've been your father all along mm-hmm. it's like no you have to approach the relationship a little differently mm-hmm. or you're gonna get some pushback like exactly. you with Emmett so yeah. and, 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 and you know they touched on that this, this season was about fatherhood and, and, and seeing that uh, you know um, Kevin's father just passed right. away um, uh, Grievy and Brandon are starting you know they have a bond now because his mom is not there and uh, you know, Ronnie's finding out about his dad and who he was, and you know, and it's interesting. Even with Emmett and Darnell, that I wanted that's almost probably the best father-son relationship out of all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Exactly. If, if you want to call it that, you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I just thought that that was you know kind of interesting too. That 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 because I, m- I remember them saying that this was going to be on fatherhood this season. And it yeah. definitely is, for sure. And Brandon is also getting closer with his stepfather. Yeah, they used to Grievy. not be able to say yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Would be, they, be in the same room together. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. And now that they're not, not only do they get along, but they're actually helping each other in some mm-hmm. um, instances. Kind of the the unsolicited advice. You know he's going to give that whether you ask for it or not. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's listening. You know what I mean? Right. The fact that, what's his name? Grievy. 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 Thank yeah. you. The yeah. fact that Grievy feels comfortable enough as opposed to barking orders and telling him what he can and can't do yeah. in his house and all the rest of that. I didn't think about that. That's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes full circle. You have some haters in the... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Give them to me. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love seeing all that. I'll say the nicer one. <laughs> Parents can't try to come in when their child is an adult and tell them what to do. It never works. Well, you know what I notice about like Darnell's character though regardless however people feel about him he has structure yeah like he has structure from paying his bills to how he communicates to his baby moms to even having that this is the time you need to be in this is when we're he has that structure so like you said the younger ones are getting the best part of the fatherhood but it just sucks how sometimes the hands are dealt but i mean yeah and 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 you know it's it's uh it's a sad thing just to be i mean real about it it's sad how uh you know when you think about it um, uh, for our culture, you know, like Darnell's father probably, you know, growing up in the you know, I don't know, 70s or whatever, probably was out on him, you know, wasn't right. in his life. His father, Darnell, you know, Darnell's father probably didn't know his father. So, you know, you're getting into these generations now where, like, uh, Darnell is trying, Emmett will probably be, be a little bit better, you know, and then, you know, the father, the father figure in our culture is, is definitely to me it's it's getting much better uh just being a dad myself um you know it, it, i think that that's that's uh something that we're learning to be and maybe you know stories like this will help 
You exactly. know, and I think it's I, I, I put that as a personal responsibility to try to hopefully that, that you know people can learn from these situations and and it's not just watching a show. Exactly, I agree. I agree, and I think that you guys do a great job of putting that out there so we can see all the dynamics of it. Definitely, and, oh, that has a lot to do with Lena, and, though. I think yeah. she oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. Lena and and uh, and Ayana and, and Joe Wilson and and all the writers. I mean, they they did it. You know, when they when you. When you have that as a format and you put it on paper and then you have amazing, amazing actors and then you have the 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 last element that it's it's on the south side of Chicago and it's real, you're going right. to get a real story, you know. It's it's almost fail-proof. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I will say this one thing to the hater on live chat. <laughs> um, I agree with you about parents coming in when they're old. However, when you live under somebody's house, they can tell you anything they want to do. I was, so I was once he too. moved yeah. in with Darnell, he had to obey by those Follow rules. rules. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're going to sleep in a truck again. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, so that is kind of. Uh, but I, I think it is an interesting dynamic, and I'm glad that they're spending time really exploring that. Because uh, I think it's a lot of, a big issue in our community. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, let's move on. Oh, wait, well, before we move on, uh, Kitty Kaboom. Oh yeah, I got something, something to tell, tell you guys. I want to talk to you real quick before we get into something else. Just wanted to say thank you. Honestly, for making us the ESPN of TV Talk, we continue to grow and only because we have your help and we appreciate it. If you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us not one, not two, not three, not four, but five stars. No matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We love talking to you. As you can see, we want to engage and we want to be very transparent. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV, it really has meant a great deal to all of us, and we truly appreciate your support in doing what we absolutely love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Please do. Like, subscribe, all that good jazz. Wait, wait, I have to say, okay, Venus, I'm sorry, you're not a hater, but the other person was. (laughs) That's why I read your comment instead. So we know you're not a hater. We know you're a great fan. Thank you. (laughs) Read something else. What else did they say? Thank you, Venus. Venus Pluto. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I I, I actually enjoy seeing comments. You know, I, I look at some of the fan pages and, you know, it just makes at least I know that I'm doing the, my job right. Exactly. You know what I mean? You kind of keep them talking. That you're doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so true. it's okay. It's not me. It's it's, it's the Darnell. Darnell. There it is. Darnell. There it is. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna move on to Brandon and Jerrica. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So we finally, I think, got a little bit more meat from their um, situation, and so uh, we first start off with Brandon at the contest, and I have a picture here of Brandon and his old boss. His nemesis. Who, you know, he slept with the man's wife, so I don't know <laughs> how happy he thought he was going to be to see him. Right. But, uh, so how do you guys feel about the whole chef competition and how those things went down? What do you think? Chef left. <laughs> <laughs> chef yes, please. Chef um, I thought this was a very good scene. Um, clearly, Brandon has put his ego to the side, but his old boss hasn't. He's going to try to flex his powers to come out with the upper hand I think is unfortunate how the competition turned out with him using Brandon's mill but this is just a situation that Brandon had to face like there was no dodging it so I'm happy that he continued to persevere but at the end of the day I'm not surprised at how it turned out. Like I kind of wasn't expecting him to win. Really? Yeah. No, not that not in this situation. Too easy. Yeah, not in this situation because as you can see, Brandon's been fighting every season, like just fighting, trying to figure out trial and error, trial and error. So this situation with 
his old balls, knowing one of the judges on top of him using some some soul, some you know what I mean. Right. I just was like, damn, Brandon, you got you got to keep swinging. Well, when I saw the um, judge interact with his old boss, too, I kind of figured he wouldn't win it either. I wanted him to win, but I was like, all right, I think it's going to be rigged. You know, he catered the wife's party. That's already a leg up. So I was disappointed that he didn't win, but I wasn't surprised. Um, I was surprised that Brandon didn't say it. Well, I guess he's not a snitch, so never mind. What? What Because that would have been like, uh, you know her? What? Do you need to be replaced? That's a conflict of interest. Uh, Something along those lines. But he you know? knew not to ruffle any Too much feathers. pride. Yeah, yeah. His, his ego wouldn't allow him that. He's from the South Side of Chicago. He ain't gonna come in there. T- I <laughs> would say, I'd be like, look, you need to be replaced. It's a conflict of interest. <laughs> and it should not be going down. It's not like this. What do you no. think about the fact that um, his ex-boss won, though? Do you think there was any truth to his accusation? That they gave him a leg up, that it was... Yes, he, remember he Brandon said, he was yeah. like, that's mine. And he was like, when you work for me, it's my recipe. So he basically Wait, admitted it. But that's the truth, though. Like, yeah. so, to, so to me, fundamentally, Brandon did work at his restaurant. He worked for him. And if you work for someone, just like when you do, you design somebody's webpage, it's their webpage. That's so, true. So yeah. fundamentally, you know, he had the, like, I think as an artist, yeah, it was kind of janky. But mm. yeah, he can use the best restaurant, the best recipe out of his restaurant if he wants to. Mm. Um, so I do think that was shady, but I don't necessarily think it was unethical. And honestly, I think the way Chicago is, there are a lot of hot restaurants, right? There's always new chefs. I mean, a lot of the restaurants, well, not a lot, but there's at least one or two. They're like in the top 50 of the world. Right. So if you come from a restaurant like that, whether you cater the person's, um, you know, cater the judge's wife's birthday or whatever, you're already, your reputation is going to precede you, I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think he kind of had some heat behind him just because of who he was. Well, mm-hmm. J.L. O'Brien says that it's karma from Brandon because he mm-hmm. slept with the wife. Yeah, There is that. That did happen. I don't know. Um... I wish he would have won. I mean, as campy as it might have been, it probably would have been so corny and cliche had he won. But I still wanted him to be able to walk away because he was the underdog. Mm. Very true. I agree with that. And then I was so astounded <laughs> when they were like, ooh, this mystery meat and it's goat. I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, my family's from the Caribbean, so I'm good with curry goat and a lot of other things. So that was kind of a really fun scene to watch, too, <laughs> to see, like, okay, goat is the, like, mystery crazy. And you saw Brandon <laughs> so smirk at it, like, I know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> It's like, okay, oh, yeah, this right. Be hard. right. Watch what I do with this. Right. Exactly. So then we move to Jerica, and we see Jerica, and I have a picture of Jerica dealing with the the crazy, or not the crazy, but you know, the Chicago Alderman are what they yeah. are. Yeah. Yes. Um, Alderman Bonner. Yes, Alderman Bonner. Alderman is a piece of work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So fifty k, and it was so interesting to watch them negotiate because they negotiated, but then I think they still ended at fifty k. No. <laughs> no, 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 she said like thirty. 30. I thought she said 30 but then he was like get He's, the rest she from said 20. She 20 said 20 and get the He's, rest from get the 10 from, the 10 from yeah, uh, so it's still kind of 50 yeah. Yeah. That's I thought it was fifty two. No, no, yeah. thirty. No, 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 it's thirty total. Oh, okay, she's oh. coming up with the twenty, and then the other thirty 10. make. I mean, the other ten. 10 thank you, making from, it thirty. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's how it's going. Okay, go down. I just couldn't believe she acquiesced so quickly. She must be getting a fat coin. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I was right. like, why her, is she her even doing deep. that? Right, they yes. have to be for yes. her to be like, okay, I'll just give you twenty thousand dollars to keep away, oh. to keep at bay oh. these people from yeah. harassing us. 
Well, if you what? notice her, her friend Courtney snuck it in there about how deep her oh, pockets yeah. is, and that was another explosive scene that I took very personally. Why? Why? <laughs> and, and wait, I have a picture here of that scene. Why? Jerrica and her bougie oh, friends. Okay. I also took it a little personal <laughs> myself, so we'll get to it. Okay, so that's Jerrica and her bougie friends. Right, they like to run her mouth and flirt. Yes. So the reason why I took this scene very personally is because I don't know what it is about Brandon's character, but I connect with him so well as a black man, you know, trying to figure it out. And you have a girl, which I don't have a girl right now, but I'm just saying it's like, (laughs) no, she's like one of those like... Jack, nah. right. like he keeps bringing up the Jack and Jill thing. As far as like we don't have the same childhood, but right. we're figuring it out. And everything that her her friend is spilling out is clearly things that she's gotten from Jerrica. Like there's no way that you get this whole thug different things like that if y'all haven't had this one on one conversation before. Exactly. So I think now everything is just spilling out to the point where Brandon, like you know what. All of y'all get out of my crib. Like, I'm not putting right. on this front as far as, like, your chef or your cook boyfriend. Like, even the way they were talking to him, I feel like they were speaking in a very demeaning way. So, I me agree. taking it personally is just more so, like, who am I in the eyes of your circle? Like, why are they... That's why I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. That mm. has been a recurring thing with them, too. And I think that that's unfortunate. If you love this man and you're willing to meet him halfway and you're friends with his family and everybody knows that you guys are together, wherever you came from, whether your plane or your experience is greater than his or not, this is your man. Right. So you hold him down. So whispering Harvard Business School as if he's an idiot and doesn't know acronyms or... Um, asking him to please act polite and put on a good show and make a dinner for the woman that comes over and chastises him simply because she's your boss right. is just not cute. Mm-hmm. I think she's constantly walking around on eggshells when he's in the company of people that she wants to impress or somehow look a certain way to. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that she doesn't think enough of her man to be like, this is my bae. So whatever he say or do, I got him. Mm-hmm. Even if she disagrees, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always done. Family and all the rest of that. When you get home, you can cuss me out for blood. But when we in front of all these people, you're not about Stick to sit together. there and be like, Harvard Business School, babe. You're going to be like, yeah, my bae, no. Right, that I just right. cook for. That, okay, I do believe he provides all the cooking and the drinks when she brings her little bougie, funky friends over there. Well, anyway. I think I've already said, I kind of don't think this relationship is going to last, and I Aww. wouldn't be sad if they broke up, because I think she, I think she pities him. Yeah, I don't think, it's not empathy, it's more sympathy, and I'm like, mm, like yeah. you said, that's supposed to be your man, and you, and you let your friends talk about him like this, and then what kind of friend do you have that's drinking, talking mess about him, but also Hitting on him. Okay, let's so like, get it anytime. I would have been like, you need to leave. Exactly. And he wouldn't have to. I'd be like, you can yeah, leave. Because you're not going to offer yourself to my man in my, in my house. And I'm a kiki and sip my drink. As yeah, that she cute? thought it was cute. I was, was like, cute? no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, mm, something about her. I, at first, I liked her. I wanted him to work, but now I'm like, oh, she could leave because she's bribing the politicians, then being a hypocrite by telling him not to get in bed with dirty people. And then, you right. know, I'm just kind of like over her at this point. Yeah, I mean, to me, I feel like if you are, you know, sort of from High Park or, you know, whatever, if you're bougie, we'll go with that, then he's going to have to face this in their relationship forever because it's always going to, she's always going to be with her friends and they're always going to be like, they're always going to have something to say. Yeah. And until you are the woman to be like, oh, okay, whatever, he's with me and he's better than, you know, whatever you're doing or until she really stands up to them, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I took it personally because they hated on Howard and I went to Howard. Which <laughs> oh, is the black Harvard. So whatever. Um, <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm and, from uh, D.C. <laughs> Howard, whatever. Whatever. I'm Howard all day. But, um... 
But yes, I do think this is something that they're going to always have to deal with in their relationship. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they come to terms with it and if they can. You know what I'm saying? Because if she doesn't stand up for him, he's always going to be facing these battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like her- she pities him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not okay. And that's not cool. And you really, it's the point of not even in behind closed doors, what are you doing in front of other people? Mm -hmm. And if she can't, you know, woman up, he's going to have to get somebody cuter or better. Oh, Um, (laughs) Oh, wow. Not the cuter. No, I'm just joking. I love Jerrica mostly. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it it was a nice touch when when she showed up at the aftertaste. Yeah, I did it. You know. In that little moment of silence, like, I think she said, like, whispered, like, I love you. Yeah. It was like, ah. You know what? Yeah. I will give her credit. I knew she was going to show up. I, I knew. Too. I knew she wasn't going <laughs> to. Why? Yeah. She just, because yeah, yeah even though she's approach. a little iffy, she does love him. Yeah. True. So yeah. I knew she would be there. She yeah. just has, she has to learn how to love him. Exactly. exactly. And she's exactly. great for support system. Exactly. Is, I think she's yes. supportive of him in his arenas, yeah. and she'll go with him to his family. She'll deal with all that crazy stuff. I think when it's her friends and her people, that's when she gets scared. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that's, that's, that's where good. she needs to really kind of hopefully toughen up and get grounded. Yeah, and get grounded. So, we end off with Brandon and Jerrica, or Brandon, really. Um, dang, going to Otis for the money. Mm. That's a bad look all the That's way around. Look. Let's yeah. just look two to three steps ahead. What would be your your assumption that what's about to happen? Okay, we that? gotta save that for prediction. Oh, okay, my bad. Because um, <laughs> we are gonna do that. Yeah. But yeah, so that, you know, that kind of really distressed me to see that after, you know, losing has pushed him this far. So I think that'll be interesting uh, how that goes down. Um, before we let's wrap it up. Before we get, let's do Ronnie right quick because Ronnie um, is kind of we kind of learn a little bit more about Ronnie and his father living across the street and that whole dynamic. And honestly, I'm just happy, you know, to see Ronnie working, sort of doing something. Yeah, um, sort of being productive. And it was interesting, um, kind of the revelation. And then the little heat between him and Jada. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I have a picture here of Miss Ethel. You love that? You like? You think they'd be great together? Mm. I mean, I want Jada to... We talked last week. I do think Jada could do better, but it is what it is. I, I, I do want Jada to... I want Jada to have I want Jada to get somebody. Those yes, flashbacks please. didn't get to you? I saw those flashbacks. I was like, oh, Erica. I don't know if Erica's going to like All these. Right, I'm shoot. not going to go off of the flashback <laughs> rant again. And they, they, weren't, they weren't as bad, and they weren't as long. And um, it's Oh, the Ronnie flashbacks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, we were like, please, enough already. Mm. Yes, yes, very much so. Uh, how do you guys feel about Ronnie dealing with his sort of father being across the street type issue? I, I think this added um, another layer to his PTSD mm. yeah. that we mm. didn't really get information on before because we knew from him going to the military and not finding a job when he got back how that messed up his confidence and everything with his woman. But to see another layer with, you know, the black man and the black the black child and the black father, like that whole dynamic and to just see how toxic it was to him even pouring paint on the... You can right. tell he's really internally messed up so mm. I think that added another layer to how mentally he, unstable he is mm. I just yeah. want him to open up like Jada tries to ask him what's wrong and he just shuts down and gets mad and he's like 
I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, grow no. up. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my God.
Twitter as well, just Rolando Boyce. Uh, it's real simple. All right, cool. Awesome. All right, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. So, Chef Beans, where can they find you? You can find me at Chef underscore Beans with a Z on all social media platforms. You can find me at Lauren the Truth on all social media as well. And I'm Kitty Kaboom on IG, K I T T I E K A B O O M. Facebook, Twitter, there are variations of the same thing. You'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm your host, Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E R I K A D as in door Edwards. Ciao for now, folks. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.